Welcome to the podcast, Dreamy Cappuccino, where stories, musings, and memoirs fill your cup with inspiration. Get your headphones on, find your favorite chair, and close your eyes. It's time to hit the reset button, and for this hot, foamy cloud of caffeine to take you away on a journey into your imagination. It's time to wake up and go to dreamland. The Butterbee and the Nut Tree The Butterbee loved salted butter above all the other butters. It was a delicacy to her. The Butterbee had become a Butterbee when she had noticed how the flowers became less and less. This was when she had the mighty idea to specialize on butter instead. After all, she figured there would be always enough butter, and the minute she tried butter for the first time, she was hooked. She absolutely adored it. She'd sit on the butter, and when it was soft enough, she'd dig tunnels like a mole, and she'd become a butter bee mole. But the butter bee wasn't stupid. She was actually far from being stupid. So she'd wear a special coat, which would protect her from the stickiness of the butter. The coat was similar to a raincoat, only that it was a butter coat. She had looked for such a coat for a long time and finally had found a plant which was willing and able to produce the coat for her. The plant was a meat-eating plant. Fortunately, it disliked the taste of bees. As a payment, the butter bee brought the meat-eating plant some salted butter, which was a very nice addition to the flies the plant would usually eat. It made flies much tastier. The butter bee still brought the meat-eating plant some salted butter once in a while, even though she did not have to. The butter coat was fantastic indeed, and it enabled the butter bee to eat her way through the butter, creating beautiful underground tunnels. It was tricky, though, because she had to be very careful that she didn't eat so much butter that she couldn't fly anymore. And since she had a sweet tooth for butter, this was not a simple task for the butter bee. There was one time where she ate too much and the butter was just about to be placed back into the fridge. The poor butter bee just about managed to roll out of the butter tunnels onto the counter. A lucky escape from the fridge. She rolled off the counter and fell onto the floor. Unfortunately, she was too heavy to even move an inch of her wings. Luckily, nobody had seen her, and so she rolled into a corner to get some sleep. The thing is that butter has a similar effect on bees as alcohol has on human beings. The poor butter bee was drunk, And while she fell asleep, she was praying that she wouldn't have a hangover the next day. In her dreams, 
she pondered how great it would be to have an invisible coat and whether the queen bee would maybe give her one, if there were any. If she had an invisible cloak, things would be so much easier. <sighs> she sighed in her sleep. Nowadays, humans were a bit stupid, which made things a bit more dangerous for the butter bee. They'd kill flies, Percy, and wasps, because they were no good. The bees, they would rescue, because they bring them honey. The problem was that many wouldn't be able to tell the difference between a wasp and a bee anymore. And many bees got killed because the human idiots had confused them with wasps. In her community, the other bees made fun of the butter bee. The butter bee had tried to inspire them, telling them it might be a good idea, since the flowers were getting less. But no one wanted to listen to her, and everyone was mocking her. Have you got your invisible cloak yet? <laughs> Roaring laughter. How is the butter business? Even more roaring laughter, so that the walls of the bee house community would tremble. At some point, the butter bee couldn't take it anymore, and she decided to move out and to look for her own place. She wanted to have a more welcoming home. She found shelter in a tree. The tree had seen the lovely butterbee and had said to her, You are welcome to build your home in one of my knots. I, I know what it feels like to be laughed at. My neighbors call me Knot Tree because each of my branches grow in a knot. It just happens. I can't help it. You can find shelter in one of my knots. Unfortunately, I can't move away like you can. The butterbee was very grateful and she was very careful to never call the tree a knot tree. Instead, she called him home tree. And when the tree heard this for the first time, a big smile of relief went running deep through his veins. And they became very good friends, indeed. The knot tree and the butterbee. The butterbee would cuff butter statues in her home with her surplus butter she would bring back. And sometimes, if she had not found enough butter to eat, She'd eat one of her butter statues instead, but those were very rare times. The butter bee had quite a happy life being a butter bee. In the meantime, many of the other bees had died because the flowers had become so rare and the bees were starting to have a tough life. And one by one, they were dying. But still... They wouldn't go to the butterbee and ask for help and ask her how they could become butterbees as well. They said, We are here to produce honey. This is our identity. We can't become just butterbees. We would rather die than becoming something we are not. Needless to say what happened. I wonder if we would have had more butterbees 
what they would have produced in the end. Maybe something even more fantastic than honey. Who knows? We won't find out, I'm afraid. Thank you for listening to this episode of Dreamy Cappuccino. The story you just heard can be found in Anya Kirsten's ebook, Inappropriate Colors 12 Story Delights for the Wacky Mind. All stories are written and narrated by Anya Kirsten, with music composed by Chelsea Edwardson. To learn more about their work and creative opportunities, check out the info on the podcast channel and be sure to subscribe. Lastly, don't hesitate if you have a moment to drop a line and share your experience. See you soon when it's time for another dreamy cappuccino.